You are listening to the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast with your host, Eric Logan. No Gimmicks Just Sweat is dedicated to hearing the journeys and unique stories behind an athlete's training and what drives them. Get inspired to own your life and make the impossible possible. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, please take a few seconds to rate the show and drop me a review. Now, let's get started with the show. Hello, welcome to the podcast. And today we have Monica Houston on the line. How are you doing, Monica? I'm doing well. How about you? I am wonderful, wonderful. Bright, sunny day outside, at least here in Atlanta it is. Yep, we've got sun too. Um, Should be pretty warm day. Maybe not as warm as yesterday when I was on the track, but that's okay. (laughs) At least it's not raining. That's the good thing. Yes, yes. But down here, that could kind of change. You know, it starts off morning, always starts off kind of sunny, maybe a little clouds. But then this week, it's pretty much been rain in the afternoon. Gotcha. Yeah, we've not had so much of that. (laughs) All right. All right, Monica. So before we really dig into about who you are and what you do, I want to kind of break the ice a little bit with a rapid fire questions. All right. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right, morning runs or evening runs? Morning. All right, running solo or running with a group? Um, I kind of like different aspects of both. Um, we, I have a small group here in my town that we um, try to get out together as soon, you know, as often as possible. But with our jobs and families. Um, I think there's space for enjoying both solo and uh, our group runs. Okay. All right. Running on a treadmill or running outside? I would rather run outside. (laughs) Who who wouldn't want to run outside? What did you say? I said, who wouldn't want to run outside? Well, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm not sure. I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say treadmill. guess that was like yeah I kind of like treadmill <laughs> but I, I think their reasoning was um, their location of where they live oh gotcha yeah runs or road runs road 100 <laughs> percent right. what is your favorite race distance to run um I can't really decide between a half marathon and a full but it's one of the two um a half marathon kind of leaves a lot of your day left and you're not so tired. Um, but there's nothing like finishing a full. So one of the two. Okay. All right. So between winter, spring, summer, and fall, what's your favorite season to run? Um, I will have to go with either spring or fall. Um, I used to be a summer, just die hard, but training in the summer is so just exhausting and fall is such a nice, um, break from the summer. Um, and spring is such a nice break from the winter. So I'm going to say either spring or fall. (laughs) Okay. All right. What is your dream race to run? That one race that you like, I, I would love to run in that race. Um, 
At this point, I would have to say Boston because I have never actually run in Boston. Um, I qualified for 2020, but ran it in my hometown. Uh, and so, fingers crossed, I'll be in Boston this fall. So, okay. All right. If you can go on a run with any celebrity, you know, dead or alive, who would it be? It would be Des Linden. I just think she is uh, so like down to earth and, you know, um, hard, hard worker and not a lot of frills or anything like that. And that's kind of how I view myself um, as far as like work ethic and stuff like that. So that's who I would go with. Nice, nice. Last one. Dream location anywhere in the world. You would love to go and do a run at. Um, I I am not a huge or have not gotten to travel a very very much. Um, so I don't uh, I don't have a specific location. Um, but I do love uh, beach running, and so it would probably be like um, somewhere next to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I I am the same way that you know. Yeah. My, my dream location is run along the beach in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So as we get started, before you kind of go into your story, people know who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Um. So I live in a small town in Virginia, um, about forty minutes west of Charlottesville. And uh, I work from home uh, in intellectual property field. And um, I am married. We have one daughter. I have two dogs. Um, and so we're a pretty active family. Um, but that's just kind of something that we all find common ground with each other. And so we, it's kind of a good give and take um, as far as who's doing what during the day. So I'm grateful for that. Okay. So how did you become the runner that you are now? Think of it as your, you're a superhero and this is your origin story. Uh, well, I, I first started running when I was a freshman in high school, which seems like a very long time ago. Um, <laughs> but, um, I had taken ballet up until that point, and uh, my mom thought that it was going to be kind of too time-consuming for high school uh, case or academic load, that kind of thing. So I still wanted to do something, um, and so I just kind of signed up to run cross-country, and it's kind of just uh, continued from there. So uh I ran all four years of high school I did not run for my college but I just you know kind of ran to keep up with it um my first marathon was in 2004 and that was at Richmond and that was a really great experience um I came in at 401 and so um my goal after that was just to break four hours. And so 
I trained for um, my second marathon, which was also at Richmond in 2007. Um, I didn't have a coach and um, I ended up getting tendonitis in my foot. And so I actually finished uh, in like 416 or 19 um, because I had gotten injured. So after that, I kind of took a break. Um, My husband and I were trying to expand our family. And there's just a lot of like, it was just hard to kind of separate out. Was it something I was doing that was making it difficult or not? And there's all, you know, kind of, that's just a really hard time. Um, And then I, I actually, so I took a break during that time from running and I actually didn't pick it back up until maybe 2013 or so. Um, and at that point, my, our daughter was around two or three. Um, I knew that I wanted to get back into a better shape because I just wasn't real happy with how I felt. And I knew that, um, that I could get back into it and feel much better. Um, and so it's kind of just progressed from there. Honestly, uh, I got a coach in 2018, uh, June of 2018, um, and then qualified for Boston that fall at Chicago. And uh, so now I've just kind of kept the ball rolling. Um, I've got six marathons under my belt lots of halves and I'm having a lot of fun. So <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So so you mentioned that um you got a coach. Do you still have a coach now? Yes. I um uh, my coach is Sarah Bishop with McCurdy Trained and um she is who I've been with since um since that May June of eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have been have done really well with her training style and she is um kind of a serial racer herself and so i i appreciate that she's not um too uh, conservative with you know whatever races that i'd like to do so okay so what does um a week of training look like for you with your coach? Um, right now, we're kind of in the build for uh, Berlin Marathon at the end of September. And so um, I think weekly mileage for this week is between 65 and 70. So that includes a track workout. Um, which I did yesterday, which was almost 10 miles total. And then this weekend, I think I have a 19 mile uh, long workout. And so the rest of the days are easy miles. And um, for me, it works to run seven days a week. Um, I usually strength train one to two times a week. Um, I've been really trying to be consistent about that since uh late march and i think it's made a big difference so i'm definitely gonna continue that yes i love hearing that you know it's one of the things that you 
and this is me personally, I don't hear a lot from some runners is about strength training. Okay. Uh, you know, it's more of, you know, just go out and run, do as many miles and stuff. But I, I'm older. I, you know, I'm not ashamed. I'm older. I'm in my 40s now. I'm getting ready to enter in my 50s. And, you know, strength training has helped me out a lot, you know, and maintain and be able to kind of continue running. And so it, it's always refreshing to hear someone that does do strength training, that they include that into their weekly routine. Oh yeah, I I actually I have I felt like even just since March, I mean I've made some pretty decent um, gains as mm-hmm. far as what paces feel comfortable, kind of where I can push different distances, um, and I just think like the awareness of different using different muscle groups is just like magnified with you know, with the strength circuits, um, that, that I've been incorporating. So I couldn't recommend it enough. It, it does take, you know, a bit of extra time those days a week, but I think it's totally worth it. Yes, it is worth it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is something we might not want to talk about, but it's 2020, the pandemic pretty much threw everything into uh, disarray, you know, no races, you know, pretty much, you know, being, you know, at home and stuff um, during that time. So how did that affect you as far as your training and not being able to race? It was, uh, it was very like a hard stop. (laughs) Um, My, my, I was registered for the New York City half, which was last March, and and like several other spring races, um, including Boston, um, and kind of like the week before the race, the chatter um, was all about like this new coronavirus, like are you going to go to New York? Are you not going to go to New York? Like what are, what's this, um, you know, the status there. And I have an aunt that lives there. And, um, so I was trying to talk to her, like, what's it like in New York? And, and so eventually they, I think, uh, maybe the Wednesday before they canceled the race. So it wasn't up to me anymore, but, I, you know, I had like gone out to buy like Clorox wipes for the tray table on the plane, you know? So at that point, it was kind of still like, oh, it's like kind of nothing. Um, but then that race fell and then they, you know, moved Boston and eventually canceled Boston. And so as I had mentioned before, like um, I usually race or I had raced like pretty frequently um, and I really enjoy it. Uh, and so not having that was definitely a, a big shift. Um <laughs> But um, we kind of took a break a little bit, like dropped the mileage a little bit uh, and then just kind of entered maybe like a maintenance mode, like maintenance mode. Mm -hmm. So pretty, still pretty like decent mileage, but we're just kind of, um, you know, 
not having like a bigger end goal, just kind of like, you know, riding out the storm, so to speak. Um, So it was, I mean, it was definitely a shift and something I missed racing um, quite a bit, especially at first. I mean, you just, you're going from one mindset to a completely different one. Um, But uh, I think, um, I think, uh, my only race last year in 2020 was the Richmond half. Um, and that was done in kind of a more time trial format. Um, I did do virtual Boston in September also. Okay. Um, but the only official time I think that I got last year was that Rich- Richmond half, um, which I was really grateful that they were so creative to put something like that on, um, for people that were looking for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how has 2021 been for you as far as getting back on track and as well as racing? Have you done any races this year? I have. Um, so my first race in 2021 was a half marathon in Greenville, South Carolina, where I got to meet Shawana, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You referred to Juana um, White. And hello, Shawana. Yes. The thing. See, we're talking yes. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had, I was just so excited to go and race. And um, they were very uh, careful with, you know, everyone in the crowd had to have a, a face covering while they were waiting to start. And they had very specific um, you know, like spaced out, like there were these circles on the pavement that everyone had to be in. And, um, so they did a really great job. Um, it was on a beautiful paved trail in Greenville. Um, and it finished, it finished in their downtown area, which is, which is just really vibrant and fun. Um, and you could just kind of feel that everyone that was racing was so grateful for the opportunity after not having that in 2020. So, um, so that was awesome. And then I returned to Greenville in, uh, so the half was, I think in late February, if I remember right. And then, um, I returned to Greenville in, March for a very small marathon put on by my coaching group, um, actually on the same trail that I had run for the half. Um, and so, um, I was able to do that race and then trying to think, I think that's been the, the two ones that stick out in my mind. Um, and then kind of regrouping for, um, a really busy fall, so. <laughs> okay. Hey, fall racing, that's what everybody's looking for. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. So, um, given that, you know, you have a job, you have family, you're running, how do you find that balance to all, you know, how do you juggle and balance all that together? Um, some weeks it's, it comes a little bit easier than others, um, uh, my job is pretty independent um, as far as 
when I'm working, I just have to get my hours in. And so um, I, I'm really lucky that way that I can uh, most days set my schedule so that I can have a bit of time to run in the morning. Um, ideally, and actually I used to be a very early morning runner, like 5.30 all the time. Um, maybe like four years ago or so. Uh, but for whatever reason, I've kind of, um, I'm not that consistent with that, that time anymore. Uh, I still get up that early to do long runs just because they're so long. Um, I'd like to get them out of the way first thing on, on the weekend so I can enjoy the weekend. But during the week, um, it's I usually I am usually like a, or a mid-morning time frame, I would say is my most consistent. And so then I just kind of schedule meetings or calls um, around that time frame. Um, and uh, my husband is, is pretty, pretty good about like, you know, um, being here with our daughter if, um, if that needs to happen or, um, you know, during the school year, it's a little bit different because she's in school. So it actually frees up some time. <laughs> Summer has been a bit of a challenge, but um, I don't know. You just kind of take it day by day and figure out what's going to work for that day and um, just do your best. I mean, none of, none of us that are managing all of those different things um I think have it easy like we're all making you know priority choices so that we can kind of be our best person in the different hats that we wear right so you just really have to I just you know more or less just take it day by day and see what's going to work the best for that day okay all right this is kind of a two-part question okay. uh, what is the biggest mistake you've made as a runner? And on the flip side, what is your proudest moment as a runner? Um, I, I would say objectively my biggest mistake was when I was training on my own for that second marathon. And I got the tendonitis in my foot. I just didn't know... And I didn't know any better and I didn't have any guidance, you know, to the contrary. <laughs> um, I just, I ended up doing like some crazy amount of speed work just because I thought like, oh, speed work is what was going to make me faster. And so I just, it was just an overuse situation. So objectively, that's, um, that's my biggest mistake. Um, I do wish I had not taken such a big break when we were trying to expand our family. Um, and that's, I wouldn't really call it a, a regret, but I think I kind of lost a little bit of my, myself, like, um, time for myself, you know, like, and making space for myself. So I, I would encourage, like, 
I don't know. I would encourage my past self to just at least get out and be like, take a walk every day or something. Cause that, that's a time when I didn't really take a lot of time for myself. Um, but my biggest accomplishment, I think is just continuing to improve as I've gotten older. Um, I just turned 41. And so if you would have told me when I was in college that I would be faster when I went 41, I would have like not believed it. <laughs> you know, it's just not something that you really think about. But then there's so many people who are experiencing that. And so it's just interesting because now I think that's more common that people are faster when they're older. But when you're in, you know, when you're in your 20s, I guess maybe that's hard to see how that would be possible, but um, I'm just really excited about um, the direction, you know, that I'm going and being able to improve um, from here. So. Okay. All right. Here's a super important question here. What did you think about it? (laughs) What's your current go-to running shoe? Uh, my current go-to trainer is Brooks Launch, and my current go-to workout race shoe is Saucony Speed, Endorphin okay. Speed. Yep. Okay. I know you're a Hoka guy. <laughs> I actually have never even put on a pair of Hoka's. <laughs> so, I don't know if we're going to have to stop recording now or what, but... <laughs> Yes, we can go on with this stuff. <laughs> but that's why I say this is an important question, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. I always tell people, whatever shoe works best for you, uh-huh. that you feel comfortable in. Yeah. Um, again, when I started running, I tried multiple shoes. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 I wasted some money. Let's, let's just let's go say I wasted money trying different shoes out until I found shoes that actually worked for me. Um, because your shoe is important for you to kind of enjoy running because if you're not comfortable as you run, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually tried the Saucony Endorphin Pro, which is the carbon plate version. And I actually did not, um, it didn't really work as well as the Endorphin Speed. So I totally get what you're saying as far as like whatever is going to help you like feel strong and and like you're doing well and achieving what you'd like i think you totally go with so yeah i mean you, you the shoe builds confidence you yeah know, that mm-hmm. comfort builds confidence yes yeah totally all right so what would be your message to someone who you know again think about it and there might be in your situation have a family they're older and they their mindset might be you know it's too late for me to start running so what would your message be for someone like that um i mean i for sure it's not too late uh i also would just would just encourage them to start somewhere um i have a couple friends here actually who um, really, they would like to do a marathon. Um, but at this point, they're not quite, you know, 
they're not quite ready. They don't have like a super solid base. And so um, I have just said, you know, like just run for walk for five minutes and then run for five minutes and do that for 30 or 40 minutes. And just so start somewhere like you don't have to go out and feel like you have to run four miles. Like if you'd like to start, just start with something that's maybe more manageable or it's not so overwhelming to think about like, oh my gosh, I have to do four miles. Well, just, you know, like start somewhere. Um, So that's what I would say. And then before you know it, um, you'll be doing much more than you thought you could do, so. Okay. Mm So so what goals do you have for yourself beyond 2021? Um, I would, I mean, my, I would like to keep chipping away at my, um, marathon and half marathon times, um, would love to get under three hours for the marathon. My current PR is low 307. Um, so it's not, um, it's not totally like in the, out of the park, but, um, when it, you know when you're that close oftentimes it takes several like chips away <laughs> um, exactly. yeah so I'm not you know I would love to I would love to get there um, and um, I would I would really like to um, become certified as a coach um, I, I really just, um, I feel like I'm like a natural encourager (laughs) and, um, I know that the sport has really allowed me not only to be physically active, but, um, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, benefit with having that time just for yourself or if you're going to run with someone like a social time with that other person that's not your work and it's not your family uh it's not like kind of other things on your plate it's mostly just for you and so um I'd really like to be able to encourage people to take that for themselves and to you know set their own goals as it relates to that um so it's kind of it's kind of like been on my goal list for a year or two, and I just really need to finish that off. <laughs> right. You, you, um, you can knock it out. You yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, but yeah, I mean, just be keep keep um, encouraging your friends to be active and healthy, and um, I don't know. Yeah. All right, so what is a non-running fact about you that most people may not know? It could be like a hobby or just something that you may have done in the past that very few people know about. Um, I was thinking about this question, and um, I do love to cook, but if you're – my close friend, you probably know that it's not something that I talk a ton about on like, um, 
I just have Instagram for social media. So it's not something I talk a ton of, but um, I I do love to cook. Um, I think the, the biggest thing that people don't know is just our, the challenges that we went through to expand our family. And um, for me, the biggest takeaway from that has just been a lot of empathy for, for whoever in whatever situation, you just really don't know um, what, what all people have on their plate. And so, or their reasons. And so um, it's not really related to running and it's definitely not a hobby. (laughs) Um, But that has really like, I think it impacts me or it has impacted me more than, um, more than I like share all the time. It's just kind of something like in the background um, that, that has really made a difference as far as um, what like bothers me or, you know, like what I'm like, maybe my perspective as far as, like not sweating the small stuff because so much I think um, of what bothers people is like very, very like surface level stuff. And it's a lot of times not worth it. <laughs> right. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, as we get ready to close out, what's next for you? Um. I would say I I'm I have a few smaller races, maybe a 10k, maybe a half uh, between now and Berlin. Um, hopefully, we'll get to go to Berlin. I'm supposed to run with my friend Sophie, and who's been on your show? Yes, Sophie's been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're kind, it's been kind of a challenge to figure out when or if to like make flight reservations and that kind of thing, um, with still kind of the current of the Corona restrictions and that kind of thing. Um, but I think we're going to get to go. So that would be fingers fingers crossed. Yep. Um, and then after Berlin, I'll have Boston. And I'm very excited about that. And then after Boston, I'll have New York. <laughs> and then I will be very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you will. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So that's kind of what, what else is on the, on the schedule for the year so far. So. All right. Yep. Martha, it has been awesome having you on the show today. Well, thank you. It's been fun, and uh, I've really enjoyed listening to your other guests, and I'm excited and honored that you asked me, so. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And if people want to get in contact with you or follow you on social media, how can they do so? Um, I am only on Instagram, and my account is Run Happier. And would love to connect with, um, you know, your listeners or, you know, um, meet new people on there that hopefully we can, I can meet in, you know, at other races. So, yeah, that's where they can find me. 
Sweet, sweet. All right, Monica, again, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. I hope you have a good day. All right, you too. Thank you. All right. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Gimmicks, Just Sweat podcast. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in each week. If you enjoyed today's show, please support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to tell your friends about the No Gimmicks, Just Sweat podcast so we can continue to have awesome conversations with everyday athletes just like you. Until next time, have an amazing week.